Hello and welcome to the True Thoughts Podcast. I am your host, Gabe Timmons, and welcome to this inaugural episode of the True Thoughts Podcast. I have with me... Justin, call me Jay, Jay Hart. Either one's fine. I have Steve. Yeah, my name's Steve, and I'm just happy to be a part of the process. And hey, we're we're happy to be here with you. For some of you who may have uh, been tuning into my previous podcast by the same name, uh, you know, we're just retooling the format, and essentially, we now have the three as opposed to the one. So, uh, we're gonna have some interesting things to talk about. But before we do that, um, I just want to pre- uh, say thank you. I appreciate you for listening in. And uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and hop into this first topic. So, fellas, I know you've seen it going around. What are your thoughts on the crate challenge? Uh, I think it is a symbol of black creativity. Like you think of like culture, like what actually is white culture for real? I feel like white people actually don't have their own culture. That's why you hear hear statistics like 40% of white people lie about the Irish heritage on St. Paddy's day. What culture do they really have? I feel like, as far as being a black person, predominantly, I feel like we have the biggest culture. Like, so for instance, like with the crate challenge, like ever, yeah, it's dumb, but like who really gave it that buzz? Like you don't really see like white people, like, like creating these things. You see black people coming up with these things first and white people kind of catching on. But that's the thing. Let a white person get hurt though. They're going to stop all this shit. They're going to cancel it. But that's what I, what do you think steve well i think what you think because i think you stole what i had to say but i i agree i agree all right i <laughs> i agree oh, I steve think, you got to elaborate a little bit more on it than no, that. I, th- I think like i said previously i think the black community has an unparalleled power and ability to captivate you know audiences in the sense that they can take over culture infiltrate culture um whether it's through song, dance, or I guess in most recent cases, this, this crate challenge, um, which, uh, I don't know. What, Even white activities, like minus swimming, maybe. I don't know. Would, would y'all attempt this crate challenge if we provided the crates? Absolutely no, not. What? Not absolutely not. I mean, personally, like, would you risk life or limb <laughs> for the crate challenge, bro? I'm not saying I would per se. But. It's not like you're making any money. Niggas are making money off you, bro. I just saw an article yesterday. Some lady died in Dallas, bro. She already was stressed R. out, R. bro. Jordy died from the crate challenge, yeah. and guess what? It was crates lined up in the front of a gas station. On concrete, yeah, that's how you would like to go out See, no, for the no. sake if of I the were, culture. If I were to attempt the crate <laughs> challenge again. Not saying I would. I would attempt it on like a turf. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd go to, like, my local... You think you get the pick of... Where you get all these crates from, Nick? You don't get the pick of the draw with the crates? Listen, I, I would not attempt it on concrete. It would definitely be on some turf or some grass. There was a, a deadly shootout um, with the crate challenge. Oh, I saw that. It drive-by. Deadly shootout. Wait, well, a, when did this dri- happen? There was a drive-by. I think it was in Arkansas or Louisiana. <laughs> like, it was on top of... Like... <laughs> I had to do the Matrix or something. Like, <laughs> that's where you probably want to fall. And, 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 you- Trying to dodge bullets while on top of the exactly. crate. In that case, he's goaded. Give, give him his money. A crate is the least of your worries in that case. Yeah, give him his money, bro. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's sad, but it's entertaining. 
That's what sells. That's what Try sells. to dodge a drive by on top of the crates. What are we the Avengers? You know, I, we we gonna go ahead and move on from this, but I mean, just to put my my two cents into into this whole crate challenge thing is, I mean, some people are having fun with it. I don't get it personally, but you know, as I get older, the more I'm like, to each his own, pretty much. <laughs> like, if you want, if you yeah. are willing to walk up a flight of, of milk crates, knowing that you're possibly gonna break your arm or even worse, break your neck. Go for it. I'm not going to. Hey, I'm not the, participating. The making sure is where I don't know you know these milk crates from though. Seriously though, like I should start a milk crate business. Are, are hey, I'm gonna start selling milk crates a dollar fifty a pop. There are conspiracies as to how the milk crates got in these communities, but do we want to do we want to un, unpack that candle? No, no, okay, no, it's no, not no, the no, a government conspiracy, gonna, Stephen. We're, we're not gonna. Unpack Perhaps that. it is. Perhaps it's not a government conspiracy. I'm gonna leave it at that. Having fun, Buzz Killington. Oh, Lord. All right. So with that out of the way, we're going to go ahead and hop into uh, a topic that you said that you, you know, uh, an article that you just recently read, um, Steve, as well, on um, education versus wealth. You know, when we talked about it in our production meeting last week or excuse me, yesterday, you know, you kind of briefly touched on it. But, you know, I didn't read the article and then also like I wasn't a hundred percent sure on what it was. So go ahead and elaborate. It wasn't, it, it wasn't necessarily an article. It was a meme and it, it was saying education is 10 times more valuable than being a millionaire. Then what is the point of being a millionaire? Education like is more valuable than being a millionaire. You said, yes, yeah, so education is 10 times more, uh, better or whatever, but it's not, I'm saying like the point of, like getting an education is to get a good paying job, is it not? Right. Like I've seen, you can stack degrees all you want, but there's also an economics to education where, like, yeah, you can go get your master's. Like, for instance, you get your master's from Harvard. What was their main points? What was their main points as far as saying that education is more valuable than just being a millionaire? What was their main points, if you had to kind of sum it up? Uh, I think they, they think of education as, like, priceless, you know? But, like, come on. Like, I mean, obviously, like, if it's something you enjoy. But, like, I I see education more like a means to an end. Like, if you do enjoy it, maybe you should focus on that to use that education to make as much wealth as you can. And are, are, they, are they talking specifically formal college education? Or are they just strictly speaking, like, the concept of education? Like, the more educated you are, the more or the more beneficial it would be to you. Than if you were just given a bunch of money or oh no 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 I'm I'm coming off the point of college no I'm yeah. saying the article was the oh article. yeah yeah it's it's more about college oh specifically like, college yeah it's about college oh so What's yeah like there's an economics to education where like you can go to Harvard getting your MBA um how much is going to run you two hundred grand like not everyone's fortunate to have like a scholarship or military pay for it or whatever like that's gonna cost you two hundred grand guess what you might get a job starting out. 150 grand like how long you think it's going to take to pay that off right where you can go to a trade school and be a plumber and make six figures and not have any college debt um i was reading something like literally this guy had went to um law school and yeah he he owes about 200,000 he makes about 150,000 a year but there's also a dude that uh is literally like a wire like a linesman for like a phone company like i guess right. i guess it's like 
the re- reason they pay a premium because it's a dangerous job. Uh-huh. But the um, he pay he makes one hundred and sixty thousand with no college debt, just based off that job. I'm not saying that's every trade, but there's some really good trades out there like welding, um, like I said, plumbing, electrician, and you don't need a four year degree like. We need like we need to normalize just education as education, not oh, um, I went to such and such school because it's now getting to the point like wherever you go for your bachelor's, like it's almost like people are like, oh, like that's not enough. I need to get my MBA or I'm not worth a damn. Like, no, like having that college education, like having that bachelor's should be your golden ticket unless you want to specialize. Like we need to get like I I honestly think we're moving towards, especially since college is only getting more and more expensive, we're mo- moving towards certificates. Because mm-hmm. what's the difference between, like, you can focus on something. Obviously, like, yeah, it's good if you have an Ivy League degree, but also these Ivy League schools are giving out certificates and you're taught by the same instructor. I mean, I can understand if you want the clout, but you can get the same knowledge, get taught by the same instructors yeah. for 2500 versus how much? Yeah, like 100000 I personally Steve, think, think, like, a lot of things in life, it all that matters, like, where your priorities lie. You know right. What I'm saying? So, like, if I'm passionate about, um, like, what are the examples? Uh, plumbing or um, what have you? Linesman. In, in, linesman. Insert trade. If I'm passionate about that, of course, I'm going to go to college for it. Right, right. Waste my money, waste my time. But let's say I am passionate about teaching or I am passionate about practicing law. And it's almost like a forcing function I have to go to college um, in order to, to do Because there's, there's certain barriers that talk about certification, there's certain barriers, entry. qualifications, uh, criteria. Uh, prerequisites that you meet um yeah i mean i don't know all three i understand that all three I, I feel like everybody wants to be a doctor lawyer or engineer because of the yeah. money aspect yeah. I, I think really what it what it comes down to now is i think at i think it's education or excuse me college has been overvalued for a period now right like at one point you know in the 60s and 70s you know it was rare for people to go to college. Like they just weren't going to college. And then now you have a shift to where there was a shift to where everybody's trying to get to college. You know, I saw, I read somewhere where the number of schools back in the sixties and seventies started at uh, about 7,000 total. It's now doubled to about, uh, or excuse me, like tripled to 4,000. So you went from, Seven thousand to 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 forty thousand or or whatever. I mean, arguably that's is. big business because it's profitable. Right. I was about to say, but, so has student debt. But the, but the right. point, but the essentially the point that I'm making is, school is still important. I think people are now realizing that the right schooling uh-huh. is more important than just going to get a underwater basket weaving yeah. degree. Right. You know and what that, I'm saying? That, that links also to your passion. Yep. Um, yep. Exactly. I mean, all three of us at this table went to college. Yeah. Um, does anybody regret? Steam regret too. Does anybody regret the decision they made to enroll? Absolutely in not. North Carolina Central Eagles. I know you see it. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> do you regret your decision going to school? Okay. I don't regret it though. I don't regret it. I mean, if I could do it over again, I probably wouldn't went to like Cornell or Ivy League school. Yeah. But, like I feel like I, I end up going to that passion for the. Or whatever, and then I kind of, you know, switched over to like, wow, this is more so a means to end. It's uh-huh. like Ivy League level institution, so I'm gonna use it for for what it is. Like, and I'm all for following your passion. If you have a passion for a law, I would say, you know, follow that passion, but don't do it because it makes a lot of money. 
Like right. my dad always told Absolutely. me growing up, oh, you're good at memorizing facts. You need to become a lawyer. You need to go to law school. Like, that's not my passion. That's not what I want to do. I'm doing right. real estate. And with real estate, you don't even a have caveat, to have a though, high school. A caveat really. to the, the whole passion thing, though. I will say this. The economy is not the same thing a that, profitable your, that passion. your parents and grandparents <laughs> had. The economy is not the same thing that your parents and grandparents had. So with that being said, yes, go after your passion. Chase that passion. Don't give up on it. Make steps to do it. But in the same breath, be realistic. You gotta be able to pay your bills. Right. <laughs> be realistic. Hey, <laughs> not everyone's become a, a rapper. For all you on SoundCloud, not everyone's become, become a rapper and not everyone's become a athlete. So go to school, do well in school. Yeah, like, do get, not believe the Justin, hype. Justin, we actually trying to get monetized out here. So <laughs> I, have a, I have an article on Forbes uh, yeah. that shares pros and cons of going to school. Uh, it outlines three reasons why college is worth it and three reasons why college is not worth it. I'll read, I'll read, I'll read all six of them and then we can discuss. So I'll start with three reasons why college is, uh, is worth it. Okay? Number one, college graduates earn more money than non-graduates, statistically speaking. Um, and I can, I can unpack some of this data if we want to discuss any of these points in, in more depth. Number two, the majority of jobs require college education. Number three, college graduates are more likely to have health insurance. And here's three reasons why college is not worth it. Number one, you will likely graduate with student loan debt. Tragedy. Mm-hmm. Number two, high paying jobs aren't guaranteed, which I think, Justin, what you were alluding to earlier. Right. And number three, it can take more than four years to graduate, obviously um, worsening the student debt. Well, well so, my dad always told me it actually takes the average student takes more than four years to graduate. Naturally, yeah. Right. But those points in mind, let's open up uh, the table for discussion. Thoughts? And true yeah, thoughts, of course. Yeah, I true think thoughts. I think that that lends to the point that I that I was making when I said, yes, um, if you have your passion or whatever you're trying to do, yeah, absolutely chase that. But in the same breath, um, you're going you you, you got to pay your bills, yeah. essentially. So Being if you're going to cute. school, so if you if your passion is uh-huh. to do music, for example, that's just the easy example. If your passion is to go do music, it's probably not beneficial to go to a four-year university to learn about music, right. rack up a bunch of student loan debt, because, I mean, what jobs are instantly hiring with a music degree? Exactly. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to, like, if, that, if you are generally going there just right. for the knowledge, sure. But you got to also realize that that comes with your time with, will be much better spent afterward. practicing. And once you're out of the, the security blanket of academia, mm-hmm. you're going to have to pay back Uncle Sam and Sally Mae. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have an occupation that's going to pay that, the financial you're gonna, means. <laughs> yeah, if you don't have the financial means, you could be riddled with debt for the rest of your life. So I'm just saying, if you're going to do music or something like that, it's still your passion. You yeah. don't necessarily have to go to school for that. But also look at uh, a occupation or a job that is going to set you up to be able to pay back your bills. And you can also that'll also elevate you to follow your passion. So I agree with that to an extent. Um, no, no. For me, I'm going to tell you right now, I forget every single thing I learned in college. Almost every single thing. I don't remember one specific lecture in vivid detail. I only graduated three years ago. 
right? But what I did retain from college was the ability to interact with people, network with people, um, write and think critically. Those are skills I'll have for the rest of my life. Right? Invaluable skills. Invaluable skills. But I'd argue, so like music, for example, or like theater, for example, um, Tisch School at NYU, right? One of the best performing arts schools in the country, or Juilliard, for example. Um, you don't go to Juilliard to get better at your instrument. I mean, maybe you do, but you go to Juilliard to interact with the best and brightest minds in the music industry to get your craft out there, to, to network. Um, but what's the most so, popular genre in the music industry? Hip-hop, okay, rap. But you, as yeah. a, what I'm saying, no, is, what I'm saying is I went to college pretty much just for the banter. You know right. what I mean? To interact with people, to network right. with people, to broaden my network and to, to learn, you know, um, not so much tangible skills, but like the soft skills you really can't read in a textbook. You know what I'm saying? And like, to me, that's kind of worth the experience. Right. I mean, I went to the college for the tangibles, uh, the money, like quite literally. Like, right. what's the point? And I guess I I'm s- saying it's a it's a healthy balance. You know what I mean? So, for example, that example you use, Juilliard, Juilliard is possibly like the top institution for arts and music and, and stuff like that. So that's different than if you go to, for example, use Justin's analogy. Bozo University. Bozo A&M. There's many <laughs> names. Bozo A&M. There's many names for it. Music department. And you're paying forty, fifty thousand dollars to go to that school. Now, Juilliard is good for you because, yes, you can do all that networking. And you and can stuff walk like into that, a job. But how many graduates from Bozo U <laughs> have benefited from that music department yeah. and could elevate. You see what I'm saying? But I would argue the, the dude that goes to Bozo U is better off than the dude that's playing 808s in his mom's basement. Because the, the dude that Bozo U is getting that exposure, he's, he, or, he or she is learning, he, and she, he or she is networking. Some of the best artists come out of Bozo U. You know what I'm saying? J. Also, Cole? some of the best artists come out their mom's basement. You never know. But I'm saying at a university or at a college, you, you have that, that ability to put your stuff out there and receive other people's stuff as well, which is you can't put a price. That's true. Like I would say like, if you do have a passion in like a hip hop or a music in general, like I would still advise you to go to college. Cause even if you get like a musical theory, um, degree, like you're still have to take general ed classes and college is from, to me is one of two things, a piece of paper saying I have a bachelor's degree, which is like the golden ticket is your foot in the door. Yeah. And college is a socialization process. You it explained is. it earlier, Absolutely. Steve, like college is really a socialization process. The banter, um, make it networking, like learning about yourself away from your parents. Yeah, like, yeah. Figure out what you actually like separate from your parents, your values. Yeah. Your parental, um, what would you call it? Um, Big overshadowing yeah. or whatever. Or, yeah, influence. And, 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 you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, there's multiple ways to skin a cat. There's, there's multiple different ways to do things. All I, my main point, and I'll, I'll leave it at that, is that college is important. I wouldn't, like, don't let anybody tell you that college isn't oh, yeah. important, that you don't need it at all, the mellow ball. But at the same time, you got to you gotta be kids. realistic. And, you know, consider and weigh all your options. You know, if if it's not going to be, you got to look long term. If it's not going to work out for you in the long run, don't do it. But I'm going to go ahead and shift focus um, off this uh, education versus wealth uh, Good chat, good chat, good banter. But, yeah, I mean, that was a good topic. Now, me and Justin, we we were talking about this this week. um, And I'm sure a lot of uh, 
uh, people. Well, Steve too, but you know, a, a big question that a lot of people have is in your twenties, thirties or whatever, how much money should you really be saving? You know, um, a lot of people, we, we, we either save a bunch of money or we don't save enough money. And, you know, you've been, I've, I've seen, and I've been told that, you know, inflation and all this other stuff can affect, uh, your savings and make your money essentially worthless. So, so guys, I'm opening up the floor. What do you guys think about how much money should you save? How much should be in your bank account? How much should you be looking to invest in? And yeah, what, what, you what's should, your thoughts on you that? should direct, I would say 10 to 15% of your income to savings. But I would say as far as stagnant savings, I probably wouldn't keep more than five grand. You, you want your savings like working for you. Like I would advise putting it into. Like, and I'm going to just say, this is not financial advice. This is just our opinions. But right, go right, ahead, right, Justin. Right, right. We're I'm not, not financial a financial advice. expert. Yet. We're not CPAs. We're yet. not financial yet. advisors or analysts. This but, is just but three guys said, giving right, our right. opinions. Go ahead, go Justin. Ahead, Justin. But yeah, I would, I would advise probably, not even advise. This is what I would do. I would say um, keep at least like five grand in liquid in your savings that you can quickly uh-huh. get to in case of emergency. But everything else, and I'm saying this is a part of the 10, 15% devoted to some, some sort of savings. I would say um, I don't like stagnant money. Like put it in an ETF, put it, put it in a, um, what else were you talking about, Steve, before? A mutual fund, index mm-hmm. fund, Roth RRA. Like make your money like work for you. Like yeah. don't, don't, I mean, I understand there is some emergencies, but how many emergencies are you really going to get that's over five grand? Mm-hmm. Like, like what is like you have to weigh your risk. You like if you do like a risk assessment, um, how much like how much like what things are rare occurrences where you're gonna pay over five grand? Like people pay over five grand for a BBL or a liposuction. So no, seriously though, like why was that your first financial crisis that you went? <laughs> I'm <to>? serious. <laughs> no, my sh- nah. <laughs> No, I'm saying no, because my girl be talking about a lot. Like she swears up and down she don't want to get it, but she be watching vlogs about girls that are getting it. But continue, but, continue. But yeah, anyway. But I'm just saying, like, obviously you should have a savings that you can quickly access. But I would, I would advise um, keeping most of that savings of your that ten to fifteen percent that you save. Um, not stacking like an ETF, mutual fund, index fund, Roth IRA, crypto even. Like learn yeah. crypto. Crypto is the future. Honestly, I would put some money away in that where it can actually grow because the rate of inflation obviously um, is out, off, off the charts right now. But like also you want to think about like the inter, um, internal rate of return, yep. IRR. It's better, it's better to make 10000 now than... 50,000 10 years from now because the rate of inflation will make up for for that. You just got to be careful because some of those things, some of those options you described are more liquid than other options like a Roth IRA. You can put a lot of money into that over time, but it's not as liquid. You're going to incur penalties if you withdraw from that in case of emergency. But that's, that's going to grow exponentially though. Oh, it will. Yeah, but yeah. in terms of like liquidity, um, you got, like, let's say you lose your job and you need three months like COVID taught us this. You might need three months of living expenses and you've got 25K stashed away in the IRA or maybe 50K, 100K in an IRA, that's great, but it's not liquid. Yeah, but that's, that. that was a singular thing. I, I, I explained like 
five different. I gave like five different. Options. Yeah, so maybe perhaps a mutual fund, but then again, you got to be and even like crypto, be like capital it, gains taxes. Yeah, like but that. even like crypto, if you keep money in crypto, the market for crypto is twenty four seven. It's not like the stock market where Absolutely. it's like eight to three. Most definitely. But so it's also with le- with more liquidity comes also more volatility in a sense in terms of like. And which incurs higher risk. So I mean, you can you, do your research. Right? Yeah, and we're not research. we're yeah. not the experts. Yeah, we are not experts. But I'm saying, do your research. Like honestly, you cannot go wrong with the run of the mill index funds like yeah. uh, Vanguard S and P 500. You cannot yeah. go wrong with Those that. Are, yeah. That's long term though. You can't just like up. Uh, it went up and pull money out. Like you're my not favorite. Gonna favorite. And, and also, just to be clear, for if you, if you've never invested in stocks or anything like that, remember that the stock market is not. Uh, just to uh, increase the entire time. It just, the, it, it goes up and down, it goes up and down. But with that being said, it's better than your money just sitting somewhere and not doing anything. Right. You so, get what I'm saying? I mean, I would also say, remember that people actually do this for a living. You're not going to be... <laughs> you have like stick to your day job. Like I know everyone's into the day trading and like swing trading and dogecoin stick to your day job there's things that really do this for what a I, living what i will say is if you want to get your feet wet um and obviously i'm very averse to a lot of this stuff but if you want to get your feet wet and we're not sponsored but acorns is a great Yet. way to acorns is a great way to get started basically and you see in the commercials like you swipe your card and if the total is uh, 365 the remaining 35 cents goes towards your portfolio or whatever and then acorns takes that money over time and then invests it so hold on, hold on hold on i put steve on the acorn so how's he how is he taking my my knowledge <laughs> seriously Either way, see i told you i was skeptical i was averse he was easy because steve is the goddamn cheapskate a <laughs> cheap bastard like and this is actually a great way to save money especially for like people spending addictions like me like like I'll let let me explain. Let me explain it. Like you can you have a separate savings account that has probably a little bit higher APY than your average bank account, but you also have multipliers. You can you have roundups. You can round up twenty five cents. What's the APY for people who don't know? Uh, what's that? Annual percentage yield. Exactly. Yeah, annual per- percentage yield, and they have twenty five cent, fifty cent, and uh, up to a dollar. In roundups, so you round it. So when you make an expense, it'll round it up. I do a dollar, so I round it up to the nearest dollar. And also, I have a multiplier times three, so it'll round up to the nearest dollar, and then it'll multiply it by three. So even if it's ninety-nine cent, that one cent gets multiplied by three. So put three cents, and it puts three cents away. Carry the one, right? Subtract five. <laughs> it puts. <laughs> sorry, I'm horrible at math, but so I had to visualize it. Okay, but it puts that away into account. And then it it takes your risk profile. Steve is like extremely low, so you gotta hit a bunch of government bonds and. No, 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 no. Um, mine's, mine's moderate. Yeah, mine's, mine's no, mine's definitely young. aggressive. So, they have yeah. like they have mine's moderately aggressive. Pro, they have different risk profiles, and they they mix it up between large stocks, mm-hmm. medium stocks, small stocks, government ETFs. bonds, yeah, ETFs, all that, and they diversify. So it takes like you can't get your money out of this quickly. It's going to take about ten business days so now on the but, weekend so which is a good item to share and also you can do recurring um you can do recurring deposits so mine takes out ten dollars on my account every friday so whether i swipe my car and i get a roundup or not and once you get about five dollars worth of roundups it's going to round it in uh, or put it into your account so and, acorns is a good if you have trouble saving money exactly, i would advise I about, acorns. yeah 
that's what I was about to say. If you suck at saving money, Acorns is, is great because you don't have to think about it. It just gets rounded up and then it just gets compounded over time. Yeah. So you'll, you might open the app three months later and like, oh, snap, I got like $500 yeah. in here. Oh, snap, yeah. I got $700. Yeah, oh, so. yeah. And by the way, we're not sponsored. But I will say that they do have a they do have a de- made debit that card. Clear, we made that clear. Yeah. So I know, just, just you know, we've been we've been ranting, hey, raving hey, about you know, acorns. Think about it. We like about it. Link think in the bio. <laughs> think, no, nope. Think about it. We good though. Uh, all right, y'all. Moving on. So <laughs> this is you know, people talk about relationships and Kevin Samuels and all these different folks all the time. Um, so Shout I figured, <laughs> so we figured okay. we, we go ahead and dip our toe into it. You know, I know that's Hold what on. a lot of people want to hear. Um, I and just also, pick up that. you know, just opinions on that. But, um, this is something that's kind of near and dear to me and Justin right now. Uh, Steve is, uh, what's that supposed- wait, 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 hold, know, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, what's that supposed to mean? Let, let me just say, and all of us have experienced it, but I'm saying currently, okay, okay. faithfully married man, you know, he in a relationship, you know, he's, he, he's searching, you know, ladies, I wouldn't even say uh, searching <laughs> or okay. I'm happy with myself. Um, but yes, this is, this is a topic that, you know, affects a lot of people. And the question is how often should you argue Slash disagree with your partner. And essentially, what is, is there a difference between uh, a disagreement and is there a disagreement between an argument? What is an important argument? What is uh, just a disagreement? Fellas, I mean, since I, since I clearly don't know anything, thanks, Gabe. I'm going to let y'all work <laughs> through this. Oh, cl- clearly. But I would say, like, the thing is, it can turn into an argument, but not everything has to be an argument. Not everything even has to be a debate. It should be a healthy relationship. It should be, like, a discussion, if you will. Like, expressing your emotions. I didn't like how you did it. Like, or I didn't like how you did Brain this bad. this way. Yeah, exactly. No, but like, you shouldn't be arguing maybe once a week. You shouldn't be having full blown arguments. Like, that's <laughs> it's toxic. Get out. Get out. <laughs> if you're having like a full blown argument once a week, you should reevaluate. Because guess hey, what? As a relationship gets, as a relationship <laughs> gets worse, it's going to continue. It's going to expound into like every other day. Y'all having a big ass argument. Like, so we're would, mature adults. So would bro. you say would you say that there is a difference between a disagreement and an Extremely, argument? Extremely, yeah. Yeah. And and how often would you say an actual argument should occur? If you had to, you know, put a I don't even like putting like a time limit on because like it's relationship <laughs> hey, it's time for an argument. Yeah, Let's go. Yeah, it's like why would you put a, <laughs> a timeline? Like what are we gonna do? Put it on the calendar. We have an argument this I, time. I'm gonna start an argument. Saying, like how, Babe, how much is you too look much? fat today? How much is too much? <laughs> I guess is what I'm getting at. I'm no. I'm gonna give it like this because I don't want to put on a strict timeline. Like strict. Like adhering to the time because relationships are are super super complex. I would say once every blue moon, if you will. Yeah. For lack of better once words. Every, I, I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Once in a blue moon, honestly. Like, and when I mean argument, I mean something that could potentially end it. Oh, wow. End the entire. Oh, yeah. Wow. That, that's oh, a, that's you talking a, about that kind of argument? That, yes. Like, I, yeah, when never. I, when I say, <laughs> <laughs> not one that's a, I think we should call it quits. Like, you I'm having that shit once uh, a week. Let me, let, me, horrible. Let, me, let me clarify. Okay. So. What I mean by argument is I mean something 
that is strong enough that could lead to a breakup. So I don't mean like this one argument is going to end the relationship. I'm saying it's major uh-huh. and it could lead to another argument that could essentially end the entire thing. I'm not saying this is the argument that's like, I'm done with you. I'm saying this is the like an argument which leads to another one, which leads to another oh, one, true. which eventually ends to the end. I mean, I would say, like I said, once every blue moon, I wouldn't give it a strict timeline because like that even sounds weird. Having a, a potentially relationship ending <laughs> argument once a month. <laughs> We're having this argument. <laughs> Babe, you look fat. What? Well, experts see, do. But see that, that, that right there, baby, you look fat. That could potentially lead to an argument, but I don't know. That could, that could just be for, a for lack of, yeah, but, but, say, but my fault, Steve, I cut you right, off. Go, go ahead, ahead, Steve. Go ahead, Steve. I was going to say, we, we laugh at like, you know, scheduling arguments, but I think what I've read and what I've seen, experts do suggest that like, they call it the well, five. pulled out the experts. They call it the 530 <laughs> argument, right? You come home from work, you're tired. <sighs> First thing you want to do is get into some beef with your spouse or your significant other, right? Um, and it's common in a lot of relationships, especially a lot of adult Absolutely. relationships. Absolutely. Um, and so experts suggest when you get home, maybe like, okay, I'm going to have 15 minutes. I'm going to go take a shower or I'm going to go um, turn the TV on. Absolutely. Take those 15 I need minutes, at collect, least right, an hour and decompress, a half. Decompress, right? Whatever, whatever that duration is for you, quote unquote, schedule the argument. I think it's important to remember arguments, disagreements, at the end of the day is a form of communication. Okay, as long as you're communicating with your partner and they're, they're healthy at the end of the day. Like if you're not getting in disagreements with your spouse or your girlfriend, your boyfriend, it's probably not a healthy relationship. They do not you <laughs> at all. You should be communicating through disagreement. If you say you look like shit, all right. But <laughs> somebody else. Hey, hey, hey. Cool it. Cool at, it. at the same time, those disagreements and arguments should be carried out uh, with social tact. I mean, there's a way to go about it. Um, but it's necessary is what I'm saying. Yeah. That's coming from someone who doesn't know anything about relationships. So go ahead. Y'all to continue. <laughs> Steven is feelings about yeah. that one. No, you, no, uh, you're, 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 you're right. right. <laughs> he doesn't know. He doesn't you're, know. You're right. You, currently, bro. Right. Right. You're right. No, 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 no. You're right. You don't, you don't know. That's why you, you drew, you did the what? smart thing and drew the knowledge from the expert, Steven. That's why I applaud you. <laughs> Hey, you know what? And, and that leads in. That leads and that's in, why that we went to college. <laughs> <laughs> that, leads in, that leads into our next topic. Now, Steve, you can be a part of this. Thank you. All right. Thank you for welcoming me back. I what should it. you look for in a partner? I know there's tons of analysts and experts and people that, well, that know what they <laughs> what it should be. But what should you be looking for in a partner? I know everybody has thought about this, but, you know, for the younger folks and like that who really have no guidance don't know what are your thoughts sure steven since you're the relationship expert now since i was left out you read relationship college. books <laughs> what should you look for in a partner um i don't know what, what do i look for in a partner um i don't know someone who, it's not sex all right justin come on let, let my man go someone who is open-minded um intelligent um has a wide range of experiences that they can draw on to enhance the relationship. Um, someone who I can communicate well with. Um, someone who shares some of the passions I have, but not to the point where it's like, I can't be my own person. You know what I'm saying? Um, so a little bit individuality, but some commonalities in those individualities. You know what I'm saying? Um, what else? I mean, 
Gotta look good, I guess. You feel me? Um, but it's fine, a, good to you, Steven. What are you insinuating? Nothing. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just look for someone who I can enjoy myself with, relate to. Um, it's our yeah. color. You prefer? Whoa, whoa, okay. Whoa, whoa. That's All a whole right. other can of worms. That I, that's a different podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa, that's a whole whoa, different whoa. podcast. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. That, this man had a pocket. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. How are you going to double cup two solo cups, bro? Leave that for the styrofoam cup. Hey, bro. I finished one drink and I stacked it. <laughs> okay, I'm being efficient with my space. Pussy. Now continue your thoughts. That, that's it. Uh, I'm off my soapbox. Y'all, y'all Justin, Justin, what, oh, what yeah. you got? Well, I, I mean, was, well, well, let me preface this. Um... Justin is in a relationship, so you know he he's already got his one. What were you looking but, for? But you, what were you looking right, for? Past tense, oh, imperfect tense. I would say the number one thing um, that I was looking for in a relationship is someone who accepts me one hundred percent for me because I'm a little wild. Obviously, like y'all Clearly. can see first semester. Shut. But <laughs> I'm a little wild. I'm a little animated. Like I need someone to set me for me. Like I don't want somebody to be like ah this the most and be like go out and like we you're embarrassed or something. like i want someone to 100 percent accept you for you that's what you should be looking for in a relationship someone that accepts you for you then you look for i would say yeah like supportiveness someone you have someone in common with like it's not like it was like hey what maybe you want to do today supportiveness go ahead and elaborate supportiveness, like in your well for for instance me like I aspire to be an entrepreneur. Like, I want someone to support me in in my dreams. I don't want you to be like, hey, babe, like, I'm thinking about starting this business. Like, oh, you always looking for a get-rich-quick scheme. Like, I don't want to hear that. I want to. No, I'm serious. I want to hear, like, all right, babe, like, I will support you. No, seriously. Like, man, this is very, uh, this is very important. There's so much more than a woman than a big button and smile. I swear to God. Because you no, will go for that and you will be miserable. Obviously, she got to look good. She can, you know, I don't do no dust buckets, but like she has to No, you have. She has to relate to you in some way, shape or form. Like she has to accept you for you. She has to be supportive of your dreams. Like you have to have some something in common. And I think the relationship will be all right. Like, like disregard the damn uh, horoscopes. I hate. <laughs> disregard the goddamn horoscopes even the love languages i'm tired of that uh, that personality test <laughs> just be, break the ice. no 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 That's just be organic ice. i don't even want to talk about that nonsense i want to talk i want to organically build a relationship starting with hi my name is justin that's it i don't want to talk about are you a leo or a scorpio like that's not a maybe for you, Steve. That's a wait, wait. Break. Yeah. Did I ever say that I? Uh, that's I not an icebreaker. Astrology. Yeah, I like the love languages. Love languages um, are doors to other conversations. I think Scorpio, Leo, Capricorn. That's that's kind of one dimensional to me. But I think I don't know. You were talking. I, I didn't mean to cut. No, you no. Out. I'm just, no. I'm just saying. Like if if you like go on a first date with someone, it's like, oh, what's your sign? I'm a Leo. Oh, it's a, I'm a Capricorn. It says we're not compatible according to this app. Like, you're really screwing yourself over. Like, yeah. seriously, like, like you didn't even give the person a chance. Like, I go into a relationships organically. Like, stop the nonsense. I mean, love languages, I guess, is so unimportant. But I feel like you can't get too caught up in the, in the gimmicks. Oh, I operate at a higher frequency than you. Like, you're going to literally undermine yourself before you even get in a relationship. Yeah. Like, seriously. Like, but, I mean, that's all for my spiel. 
Yeah, I mean, um, I'm already married, so yeah. Wait, can we, but, can we comment but, on that? Wait, for but, but, but uh, I'll, single, I'm gonna say uh, single, relationship, he, marriage, yeah, cuffed, single, legal, marriage, cuffed, legally um, full married. Spectrum is represented. <laughs> so, but no, I mean, I mean, at this point, this is more so just for the for the viewers and yeah. folks that are just trying to learn it themselves. But I would just say, um, everything that they pretty much have said, I, I pretty much agree on that. Um, but you definitely need to look for somebody who's going to give you peace of mind. Um, and by peace of mind, I mean, somebody that you don't have to worry about, um, or you can't trust them that they're going to come through whenever they say they're going to do something. So, uh, you're definitely looking for somebody who you can trust and give you that peace of mind Two, you're looking for somebody who's supportive back to, back to Justin's point over here. Uh, when you tell them like, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. They don't say like, Oh, you, you can't do that. I've seen you. <laughs> you can't yeah, do like, that. Li- peace You're of mind. Failure. Like peace of mind cannot be emphasized <laughs> yeah. enough. You don't want to come home from a long yeah. day at work. Talking about bad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, like misery. You don't want to hear that. So right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You don't want somebody that's just going to tell you, undermine you and tell you you're, you're a failure mm-hmm. or something like that. So I would say peace of mind. Or undermine your say, manhood. That's I would say somebody who's supportive. My bad. And I would definitely say somebody who is either driven, because mm-hmm. I don't know if you're the driven one or if your partner's the driven one, but somebody got to be driven. Oh, you talking about me? No, no, just in general. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, just no, they, you, hey, for me, we both <laughs> got to be driven. So, I, I, mean, bum. I mean, you want to look for somebody who is going to get on board or somebody who's going to support, essentially. You don't want somebody who's just in it for themselves. You know, mm. you, you got to look at a relationship yeah, as but what's, what's, uh, two people coming together. I would say what's a unique quality that you guys look for in, in a woman? I would say my unique quality, I'm I'm looking for a woman, but I'm looking for also a business partner. I'm trying to be a power we'll see, couple. We'll I'm see. trying to make moolah. Well, that, that's specifically tailored to that's you. Right, right. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm agreeing yeah, with you. Yeah, I'm saying I, that's specifically tailored to you. You're looking for somebody who's driven and would potentially exactly. help you with your business. Uh, Steve? Yeah, I don't know if there's one thing I'm looking for in particular, but I will comment on Justin's point. I think we, ha- as a country, have made marriage like almost like a capital endeavor. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's like, yeah, it's like big business now. It is. now marriage is a business for women, which is crazy. No, when it comes for, to like for everybody, it to, it's not it just for women. The, it's for the everybody. wedding. When it comes to engagement affairs, bachelor parties, bachelorette parties, um, even like once you're married, the fact that you can tax incentives and stuff like that. Being married is a business endeavor. So I think that's a good point, Justin. One thing I will say, and I'm going to try to weave two topics together. Do you think how important is education in a relationship? Do you, is it important for your partner to have their degree, per se? Ooh, no, no, no. Hey, it's it's important for my partner to have drive and actually be making money. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. the my girlfriend's a real estate agent. She she never got a chance to finish college. She was going to school to nursing, and she switched over to real estate. But she's making more money than probably she'll ever make in nursing ever. Like, nursing has a cap, and that's what you have to think about as far as like. Jobs, the economics of jobs. First of all, jobs have caps. For real. No, 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 no. Disrespect the nurses. I'm saying like, no, no, I'm serious. Like jobs have caps though. But I'm saying like real estate is more so a occupation where you get out. Um, I wouldn't even say 100% of the time, but most of the time you get out what you put in. 
hey, you just need a high school diploma. Yeah. You only have to be 18 to get a real estate license. So, like, I respect that. And, like, also part of it, you can't help who you love, yeah. but it's also, like, a discipline aspect Not trying to derail that. you, but back to your point, what was the point before the nursing? What? As far as what? As far as... Uh, <laughs> He said, "Forget the nurses." No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking about the the real estate and the nurses. But but what was your point in terms of uh, education? Yeah, education and the relationship. Relation. I mean, I would say education is important, but like to a certain point. Like I value the thing is like if you got there without education, I'm fine. Like you gotta be making money. Like honestly, that's how I I, I see it. Like. You gotta be making money, like. But there are rich, dumb people, and I don't think I could ever. I don't. Be, give, I don't. I don't think I could ever be with a woman that's uneducated. Uh, I mean, there's a baseline, Stephen. Come on now. What reading, writing, and arithmetic? Come on now. No, <laughs> I have a higher baseline than that. Don't ever disrespect me. <laughs> Bro, I have I, a much higher I baseline need than to that. Be with a woman of like high intellectual caliber who we can banter, right? Back to the banter. Three hundred thousand dollars in debt from Harvard Bro, Law. Like, debt is temporary. It only exists in this lifetime. It only exists on this. On hey, this you rack up enough college debt, it will last a lifetime. That's true, but Stop. also, so does marriage. Yeah, but let's say let's say you marry somebody who's trash, um, and and has debt, right? You get divorced, you still got their debt. You exactly. That's why you don't marry people if they have debt. But hey, right, that's me. That's me. That's me. I'm sorry. If you. If you if you're in a bunch of that, we not getting married. That's just I how I think I about think it. I I'm serious. I think I articulated. I'm not, I'm not inheriting that. Are I you think crazy? I articulated that in the wrong way. I'd rather be with somebody who's got debt and that can you're for too fiscally healthy, responsible for that. Produce statement. a healthy relationship than be with someone who has no personality and is borderline dumb, but has has, has no. Who are you overhead. talking about, Stephen? Has no overhead. Who are you talking about? Has no overhead. <laughs> um. <laughs> So I'd rather be with somebody, like I said, who is rich in intellectual capacity, um, necessary than than rich in just yeah. And I and I, I definitely agree with that. Is in terms of you're looking for somebody who is they don't necessarily have to be college educated, but I mean most people, I mean a lot of people are. I won't say most people are, but a lot of people are. But you're looking for somebody who could potentially. Uh, Ed, yeah, and you can't necessarily find that with somebody who you have to be doing something respectable. I would even say real estate, like since you don't really necessarily need a bachelor degree for real estate, I would say it's more almost like a trade, almost like like I mean, obviously college helps for like if you want to work commercial real estate, but it's more like a trade. Like I respect hustle. Like I mean, obviously if you don't have a college education, like I'm not gonna be like ah, oh, you suck. No, well, no. It, it depends. If you really you doing something, college. if you're an entrepreneur without college, like I'm not even gonna bat an eye. Like honestly, like you, no, seriously, you have to be doing something, and you have to be ambitious, like I am. Like you actually have to really be doing something. It's not oh, like like I am. I'm on a gap gear. Like, like get away from me. Like oh, gosh, no, bro. Like I'm that gap this, is, is you're wasting your this, time. Imagine this: 15, 20 years from now, you're sitting in in bed with your wife, your spouse, or whatever, and. You're watching the news like, babe, what do you think about this? Oh, I don't know. But I just bought you a new Prada bag. Steve, like, there what? is, there is a baseline. Me. Get away from me. You're, there's a baseline. If you want to date Cardi B, that's okay. There's a baseline to, there is a baseline. And you, you're thinking not basically arithmetic and freaking <laughs> literacy. Like, 
obviously, like, I would hope you went to college. Like, obviously, you went to college. Like, but there is a baseline. I'm not saying, like, the thing is, if that's the case, you would cuff an IG thought because they're making so, money, but they don't, they're, they don't have anything in their brains. So, essentially, it's all, it's all coming back to support. At the end of support. the day, who, who's gonna who's gonna support? Whether you monetary, their, emotional, yeah. intellectual. Exactly. There we go. Um, All right, let's wrap it. Hey, hey, right. <laughs> hey, hey we, we got time. We got we got time <laughs> for we got time for one more topic here, man. Uh, and this is more so for the people that. I mean, we all deal with this essentially, but this is you know how do you keep your motivation in this evolving world? So you know we. We're constantly you know shown multiple streams of information and stuff like that on a daily basis just bombarded and you know that stuff can get overwhelming at times and you know if you did have a plan at one point you know i can personally speak to this if you did have a plan at one point you know you can lose motivation for that just with the the drag of every single day you know what i mean so with that being said how do you and you keep motivation uh, every day with the evolving world that is? I would say the main thing that motivates me, and this might be like seem childish, but like it's almost kind of like daydreaming about like the future. Like uh, I, I aspire to do certain certain things. And like wow, like what if I actually like accomplish accomplish this? No, seriously, what if I actually accomplish this? Like I um I would say like you should always find something you're passionate about. Like even if you're passionate about your day job, like find something else. Because the thing is, like your motivation, I I feel like your motivation gains and in, in, in weight. Um, how how's the go? gains and wanes or whatever, mm-hmm. waxing and waning, whatever you know what I mean. But anyway, yeah. But I I think your motiva- motivation definitely um you know goes up and down. Um, but yeah, I think you should do something that multiple things you're passionate about. Like what keeps my motivation, I would say, is just kind of like, just like almost like pondering the future. That's what motivates me to like, you know, come home from my day job and do something else that I'm passionate about. Yeah. Um, okay. Makes sense. Uh, Justin, I mean, uh, <laughs> Steve, what'd you think? I think it's tough because you're asking an extremely unmotivated, unmotivated person uh, right oh. now. Um, Cause I Be feel tough. like, no, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. What I'm you having think? a hard time finding. I mean, I mean it, you know, I'm going to hear what your response is, and maybe I can help uplift. Go ahead. Thank you, Pastor. Go ahead. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'm having a hard time. I'm just having a hard time finding motivation right now in terms of, because you look at the classic things you draw motivation from, right? Either you draw motivation from your job, you draw motivation from family, you draw motivation from your hobbies or something like that. But I don't know. I look across all those facets and i'm having a hard time just like okay this is what's going to get me out of bed tomorrow morning you know what i'm saying um at least right now you depressed steven perhaps perhaps <laughs> perhaps and again that might be another topic for another episode <laughs> mental health why is that a joke to you that's concerning oh, sorry, sorry that's go concerning ahead. uh go ahead we probably you know we probably have to address mental health in a separate episode so yeah. stay tuned um however i don't know i'm just having a hard time just like yo okay this is what gets me going you know what I'm saying? Nothing uh, gets me more going more yeah, than go money. Ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. For Steve. you, it's money. For me, traditionally, it's been uh, relationships. Um, I don't know. Like, I just love. That's not good. I would, yeah. Why would you want to be emotionally reliant on someone 
a no, person no, no, no. that much. No, 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 not romantic relationships necessarily, but like. But even so, that's like being emotionally tied to people. I, I, you know, no, that that's not crazy because uh, essentially what he's saying is like a support system. Yeah. So, like for example, if you're really close with your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your cousins, your friends, and then I take you and I move you away from everybody, and the only communication you can have is through phone. You're gonna feel isolated, uh-huh. and you're gonna feel alone. And things like that. So, yeah, absolutely. And, and that's the basis of homesickness. Like, when people are homesick, they yeah. don't, like, miss their home um, necessarily. I mean, yeah, they might miss their bed or whatever. But in the broader scheme, they miss, you know, their support system. Yeah. Like, for, for me, moving from the East Coast was hard. I was depressed back then when I first moved out here. It was hard. Like, I had a great support system in college. I had mentors, professors, yep. friends. Mm-hmm. You know, romantic interest, whatever yep. you name it, I had it. I was rich in that, yep. and I come out here. I'm just like, yo, it's some tumbleweeds and some, <laughs> some, I don't know, like waterburgers, yeah. man. Like, yeah. It's it was there was a depravity uh, when I when I first got out here, but I built it up. Right? See, I have, yeah, I, I I totally I totally know exactly what you mean, and that's normal. I'm gonna just say like that is normal for you to feel that way, and. You know, most people, if they were put in your position, that's exactly how they would feel too. Deprived. Uh, I would. De- <laughs> <laughs> I would say that I have felt that um, within the last year or the last two years. Um, I've felt that before as well, and I would say that the way that you find that motivation and the way that you find something worth pushing on even if you don't have your family mm-hmm. even if you don't have um a hobby goal or whatever it is is perspective um when you're feeling down and you feel like oh wow i was put on earth to do nothing right mm-hmm. when you have that thought look at other places in the world and i mean as crazy as that sounds look at other places in the world it's really levels yeah, look look at look at other Sorry. places in this world. Look at, you know, the conditions that they're living in. Look yeah. at where you are and ask yourself, is there somebody who even in the United States, is there somebody right now who would be happy with where I am? Yeah. Is there somebody who would be striving and clawing, essentially dying just to get to where I am? And when you put that in perspective Mm -hmm. and then essentially you look back on what your original goal was, you can put that together and be like, okay, you know, maybe it's not that bad. And maybe this was my original goal, Mm -hmm. but that's fine. Goals evolve. So I went from wanting to do this and I'm a little low right now, but that's all right. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to find my next goal or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. And I'm going to push right through some, this. Yeah, I feel right. like I'm mean, I feel like now is a point in the story where Gabe says, do you mind if I pray with you real quick? No, but no. Once again, <laughs> no, thank no, you, no, Pastor. No, no, no. Thank you, Pastor. Hey, this is when I our party. I am a strong proponent of mental toughness. Oh, wow. Like, you be used to being a loner. Like, come on now. Like, we're getting in a generation where it's like, Oh, the Wi-Fi went out. My iPad broke. I'm depressed. Like, come on now. Like, 
have, and this is what I always, I will instill in my kids, have a certain degree of mental toughness. Like, get used to being by yourself. Like, do not, I feel like it's the biggest trap ever to be emotionally relying on people because people are fickle. They're wishy-washy. Like, you have to be secure within yourself, within your passions, within, within, you know, what drives you. Like, there has to be something outside of relationships. Because if you depend on people, they will let you down. So, and it's not even me being, um, yep. you know, negative or anything, but I'm just saying, like, you have you're, to be, you're right, you're right. you have to, yeah, exactly, but you have to be, <laughs> I know I am. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you, no, but seriously, you have to be secure within yourself yes. before you start reaching out with other people. Yes. Like, like, seriously, like, hey, if you, you spend a little time with yourself, you might find out something you like. You might, like. He's like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't really have anybody to hang out with. I don't know. Like maybe if you spend a little bit of time by yourself, maybe you find something you like. It could be a damn TV show. Like wow, wow, and that might spur an interest. Like wow, maybe I do like cars. Like maybe no. I should. No, yeah, I, I, should go I, I definitely, I definitely hear you on the mental toughness, toughness right. aspect because that's one of my driving forces as well. And honestly, like when I was in school and like when I first like started in my career, like I definitely thought like my strength was my mental toughness. Like I prided myself on like, oh, I see all these people who are sad and all these people who are going through it. But I have mental toughness and they do rub some dirt on it. Walk it off. What I'm saying is mental toughness and support systems and goals and hobbies will only get you so far exactly um you know i don't know if you're spiritual or not but yes you need to you need to have you know some some form of spirituality you know if you're if you believe in christianity or whatever have a relationship with jesus christ you just need something that will keep you spiritually you know uh, level, whether that's Christianity or whatever. Relation, relationship with Jesus Christ. That's the only thing that's but fulfilling in this point, world. But back to my point, I guess what, I, what I'm saying is mental toughness will drive you to do certain things, but at a certain point, that mental toughness will be broken by the world. Right. <laughs> it will. And that's it where will. your support system mental comes in. Mental toughness only goes so far. But, but, but I'm but, just saying but, being a loner has a point. time limit. I'm just right. saying, but. but what you just said was uh, a support system. But yeah. essentially, if your support system is taken away, that's not an avenue. And maybe you have a goal, but you don't see you don't see how you could even do it. So you take that out of it. So when you lose your mental toughness or it's worn down when you don't have uh, a, a clear defined goal anymore, when your support system is taken away from you. Now, what do you rely on? And what my point is, is you rely on that perspective. That perspective will bring you back focus because when you start to feel like, oh, there's no one around me and I'm alone and nobody else is going through this like me. You look at another person's situation and you realize, oh, he has it worse than me. He's I'm feeling out. I'm feeling like I'm the only person dealing with this right now and I'm dealing with the worst situation in the world. But guess what? There's somebody I feel like going it's, a, it's like a it phase. worse than me. Now you get back focused and you're like, "Well, let me figure out how I can fix this situation." And now you find that goal. I feel like and it's then, phase of the moon how like how the moon rotates the earth. 
it happens in phases. It will come back around eventually. And like, not everything's gonna be miserable forever. Obviously, there's levels of you know, being from the U.S., like we might, like we might even understand the full depth of the levels. We like we're not living a little hot somewhere in the dirt, but like, um, it will come back around. Go ahead, Steve. Get, also, get this I last point, and then we're, we're gonna close it out. Relativity and perspective is important, but it's also important to not inv- invalidate what you're feeling. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If you're actually hurting. Seek treatment. Yep. Don't be like, damn. Not everyone can afford therapy, though. I, oh, I'm a huge proponent of therapy. It could be in the form of friends. It could be yep. in the form of going out to eat. You know what I'm saying? Seek treatment. Take care of yourself. Um, and, yeah, we encourage you guys as audience members, true thinkers, I don't know, listeners of the True Thoughts podcast, to search inside yourself and figure out what motivates y'all. Yep. Um, so, and leave a link below, whatever. Uh, let us know. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Hey, hey, if you, if you liking this podcast, um, uh, <laughs> hit that like button, smash that subscribe. Um, this is the first of many and we look forward to growing with y'all. Um, why y'all cracking up? Like the camera, the camera died. You look at the camera. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. This is a person. No, I'm done. This is a personal thing with the fans. I'm connecting with the fans. No, you good. Hey. Hey, with that said, this is the answer to True Thoughts Podcast. Go ahead and uh, do everything that they just said. Like, <laughs> subscribe. Um, if you're interested, uh, hit us up down in the comments. And with that being said, see you next week.